Empire. The high-end e-racing circuit is developing. The new Gen 3 vehicles to hit the Formula E circuit this year are the fastest, highest-performing electric race cars ever to hit the track, ever. And, and this is where it's really exciting for a company like Dow. That's Tim Bovin, Commercial Vice President of Mobility Science at Dow, where a partnership with Jaguar is changing the grid in many ways. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. Sustainability is a priority in sports as it is on Earth. There's a trickle-down theory with this interview, which focuses on high-end motorsports that is powered by electric technology. Our guests this week are Tim Bovin, who is the Commercial Vice President of Dow's Mobility Science, and Carlos Padilla, who is the leader of Global Sports Partnerships at Dow. We're going to discuss their partnership with Jaguar's TCS racing team, the Land Rover's Formula E team, as their official materials science partner to accelerate material innovations for electrification. Let's get into modern racing and modern vehicular use. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It's great to be here. Okay, let's just talk. uh, Let's talk uh, just kind of generally about the partnership with Jaguar. What can you tell me about it? So we entered into a partnership with Jaguar TCS Racing back in 2020, and, and we did that uh, through the lens of you know three different, if you will, elements. One was unequivocally to drive technical innovation. We also did that to drive ecosystem engagement. And then the third element of our partnership with Jaguar TCS Racing was around uh, driving customer activation. And, and we did that because we have, we found as we were exploring uh, vehicle electrification, we needed to embed ourselves with where, with really where the future of vehicle electrification was occurring, and that is clearly in Formula E. It is unequivocally the proving ground for future electric vehicles. Okay, um, why is it in Formula One racing, Formula Electric E racing, as opposed to some of the other major racing circuits? You know, Formula E has been set up from the onset to be a net zero carbon circuit. And it is really all about high performance vehicle electrification. And that's why we joined that circuit. It, it is around proving out technologies that will go from race to road and driving low carbon mobility. That is what drove us there. That is the future of passenger transportation. And Carlos, could you weigh in a little bit on your end and how you kind of see this partnership? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think Tim, Tim hit the nail on the head as it relates to Formula E specifically. I mean, obviously, when you're a, a global organization like Dow with um, far-reaching resources, far-reaching agendas and, and different uh, projects that we're working on from a science perspective, a sustainability perspective, innovation perspective, you know, our tentacles really kind of go everywhere. This Partnership really hit the nail on the head for everything that mobility science was looking to do in the electrification space. We do have partnerships in other racing series, specifically NASCAR. Um, obviously, it makes sense to, for all of the same reasons and the three different verticals that Tim shared, um, makes sense to be involved with that series, you know, kind of from that angle with the OEMs, uh, with Toyota, GM, um, uh, and Ford. So, you know, we, we don't only look 
in one area, uh, and that that goes across our entire portfolio in sports, but specifically to this one, it was around electrification and the future and innovation around um, those technologies that have made sense for Dow to, to play a part. Um, let me ask a broad question, and we'll get into some of the technology and the science, but why racing? Do you believe that proof of concept for technology and racing will trickle down to consumer level electrification vehicles? Yeah, absolutely. It's a great question, Bram. That is absolutely the reason we got into racing. It's why we want to be involved with racing. Racing from its onset, from the very, very early days, from the turn of the century, it didn't matter which racing circuit we're talking about. It was always around pushing the envelope for performance for automobiles. And, And today, pushing that performance envelope is with regard to vehicle electrification. Now, we've been involved as a company with racing actually as early as the turn of the century. Uh, this, this is a little history for Dow, but in the 1920s, we had a business portfolio that we called Dow Metal. It was actually magnesium that we uh, had developed a unique process for extracting magnesium out of seawater. And we developed uh, magnesium pistons. And we actually supported the team with the first magnesium pistons to win the Indianapolis 500 in 1921. Huh. And they did that there for the purpose of lightweighting. And that same trend has, you know, echoed through, through uh, racing for, for decades. And so that's why we got involved with racing because it drives innovation. And I'll, I'll add to that if I could, Bram, you know, I think it goes for those of us and, and myself that's been involved in sports marketing and, and sponsorships and brand partnerships for about 20 years. I mean, the motorsports business and business model um, is is famous for you know fantastic B two B opportunities you know in just general sports and partnerships um, relative mostly to the the stick and ball side of things because sponsorship truly drives pun intended I guess um, this you know motorsports in in a holistically I mean these cars for most racing series are not hitting the track without the funding of sponsorships and due to that. You know, they're incentivized, the teams are and the, and the leagues are incentivized to create great um, B2B interactions all the way up to the C-suite. So I think from an innovation perspective, you know, w- what Tim is saying, but also from a B2B perspective and that, that ecosystem engagement that Tim talked about a little bit earlier is very important there. And that just gives another reason why motorsports makes sense to Dow. Okay. Um, since you brought up performance of the vehicles, this is high-end racing here. Um, can you give me a just kind of a broad overview of how these electric cars perform against traditional vehicles? I know they're not racing against one another, but where is the performance level at this juncture and at this point in the innovation? Yeah, no, the, the new Gen 3 vehicles to hit the Formula E circuit this year are the fastest, highest performing electric race cars ever to hit the track ever. And and this is where it's really exciting for a company like Dow. You know, you look at where these cars are going, they're pushing the boundaries for things like battery and energy efficiency. So one of the areas that we work closely with the Jaguar TCS racing on is actually thermal management, thermal management materials. As you can imagine, you know, heat in any car, but particularly a race car and an electric race car is wasted energy. Their goal is to take as much of the power out of that battery and put it at the wheel as possible. And when they have heat loss, it is wasted energy. And Formula E is all about energy management. They do not start the race with enough energy in that battery to finish the race. So it's about how do they do regenerative braking? 
you know, the new Gen 3 Formula E cars that are today, they don't have rear brakes, as an example. They use 100% regenerative braking in the rear brake, which puts power back in the battery to help support driving that car to the finish line. And, and so those technologies, those will make it into passenger cars of the oh. future. And this is what's really exciting for us. We are seeing the technologies that will be deployed in the future today. That's why we got involved with Formula E. Could you kind of discuss, I know this is probably an unfair question, a timeline for these types of technologies to find themselves into commercial vehicles that you and I would drive? Yeah, well, some of those technologies are making into into commercial vehicles today. You know, another critical element for electric uh, race cars is the software packages that drive the battery management system. And and those those soft the software that's being developed, the programs that are being written and, and driving management of, of those uh, electrical systems, those are being deployed into passenger cars as they learn today. Jaguar, as an example, has taken things they've learned in the race circuit and put that on their uh, production vehicle to extend the battery range of the car that they're selling today. So that is continuously happening and you'll see it happen more in the future. Carlos, could you talk a little bit more about the partnership end of this? You'd mentioned marketing is obviously a big part of all of this. Um, a lot of these technologies are complicated as described here by Tim. W what is the hope in going through this that you either educate the general public about what's happening or explain to them what's happening within these cars that will filter down to them? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think one way to, to kind of start the answer, I guess, is to level set, obviously, to, to the consumer and listeners of this podcast. Obviously, Dow is a, uh, a B2B brand, right? Like, none, none of us are going to go, and for yeah. the most part, and buy a product off of a shelf and, uh, you know, at a Home Depot, an auto parts store, or anything of that nature. So from, from our perspective, um, you know, in, in the ecosystem engagement side of things and, and working with the other sponsors of the teams on the technological side is 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 key here. From an education perspective, you know we do a lot of content. I think that the Jaguar TCS Racing team does some of the best content in the sport. Dare I say, in motorsports holistically, we certainly play a part of that. Um, with being experts of our technology, and, and you know, there's nobody better to explain our technology than us. So that we work with the TCS Jaguar TCS Racing team on a specific content, we provide. You know, the, uh, the layman's terms, if you will, to the technologies taking place to go into the content to make its way to the fans and to the consumers to be able to understand, you know, the ways in which these work. I mean, consumers are, are really excited and engaged, obviously, as you, as you know, around, um, you know, clean energy and clean energy in cars. You look at the, the rise of Tesla um, and just you know, the amount of market share that they have and, and then the competition with the other OEMs and, and trying to get to where they need to go uh, for the future here. So consumers do care. And they care about the technology. They want to be able to speak to that technology. And nobody can do that, in our opinion, better than Dow through partnerships, you know, like Jaguar TCS Racing. Yep. Um, the combustion engine's been around a long time. Obviously, there's been a tremendous amount of innovation. Even now, go ask NASCAR racers what's happening within their engines year after year after year. Where are we? And I don't even know if you can discuss it. But, like, where are we? Are we still in the first inning of innovation within electric vehicles right now? Well, you know, th this electric 
transition that we're seeing, this is the most radical transition in the automotive industry that's occurred since actually the invention of the internal combustion engine, quite frankly, right? So we are in early stages, uh, you know, in terms of what's possible. And and this is where sport and, and Formula E is really, I think, essential, quite frankly, right? Because again, it's about pushing the boundaries of technology. It's about showing consumers and the general public what's possible. And so there's a lot of of, of development to be had, uh, both in, I would say, battery technology, power electronics, energy management, and then, quite frankly, even in, in, in traditional elements of the car. At the end of the day, you have to make an EV that's practical for the consumer. Yeah. And so you have to demonstrate to the consumer that it meets their requirements. Can it go 300 miles? Can it fit seven people? Can it do all the things that people want a car to do? And, and that's where you see sport with Formula E driving the performance, showing people what's possible, taking that into passenger cars, showing the power that these vehicles can can demonstrate and the ride and handling that they, they can demonstrate. I, I would tell you and all your listeners, if you haven't driven an EV, you really should get into one. They're actually quite remarkable. They, they have essentially no lag time between the accelerator and, 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 you know, like a traditional internal combustion engine, the low, the torque is amazing. Center of gravities are super low. The, the ride and handling is actually phenomenal, but a lot of people don't know that because they've never gotten yeah. into one. And so when they see it on track, they're like, well, Hey, maybe I'll, I'll give it a spin and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, it is interesting with the, with the education cycle of just wanting to own an electric vehicle at this point, um, most of the marketing is centered around quality, green technology, wanting to be part of a movement that way. What you are telling us here, and I think what a number of companies may end up going down the road of is you're not losing any of the performance. You just have to give it a shot, right? Absolutely correct. You're, you're not losing performance in some areas. I would, I would argue you're gaining performance and gaining functionality that you, that you that you didn't have before. I mean, you think about things with EVs, for example, you know, the fact that there's no engine, now all of these EV cars have a, they call it the frunk, right? So you have more storage capacity uh, for the things that you bring every day. You see all, you know, all of the, the big three in the United States introducing pickup truck lines, and those now can act as not only your, your mode of transportation, but they can power your, your job site. If you're a contractor, they can power your home. If you have, uh, if you have, uh, you know, uh, lose your power and your lights go out. So there's a lot of elements that, that this technology is bringing beyond what the tradi- traditional cars could do. Now, of course, there's still some shortcomings uh, that need to be overcome. You know, like there's range anxiety. We don't have the infrastructure to, to easily trans, you know, yeah. to drive across the country, but those things are coming. Um, and, you know, th- they'll be here and they're coming faster than I think people can imagine. What does Jaguar want from you? What are they telling you? What, what advances are they hoping to see in the next two, three, five, yeah, ten years? So it, this partnership with Jaguar has been really, really ideal from, from our point of view. And, and I think I speak safely to say theirs too. They are an automotive company. They are automotive engineers. They're mechanical engineers. They are not chemical engineers. They're not chemists. We are a science and technology com- company rooted in chemistry and materials. And so the partnership with Jaguar has been really, really, uh, really great in the sense that we can bring materials to them. They can put it on the, on the components. They can put it in the system and do system level testing and they can immediately get feedback to us and we can give them feedback on what's possible from a material design perspective to really address issues that they have. And so as an example, 
you know, one of the big issues with not only Formula E race cars, but EVs in general is this concept of EMI shielding or, or electromagnetic interference. All electronic components will generate an electric uh, magnetic uh, field when, when they're powered up. And the more electric components you put on the car, the more electric fields you have to contend with. And these things will start to interfere with each other where the components will have crosstalk. They won't function properly. You could have things shut down. That interferes with the car's ability to operate efficiently. And this is, we work on actually materials that will shield that. Huh. And so that's an example of where we're working with Jaguar TCS Racing and they really value our insight. We value them putting our materials into the car and we can do real time testing immediately and, and iterate quickly because at the end of the day, they want to make a car that goes faster and we want to help them make a car that goes faster. Yeah, it's all really interesting. Tim Bovin is the commercial vice president of Dow's Mobility Science Department. And Carlos Padilla is a leader in global sports partnerships with Dow. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate it, bro. On the next Future Sport Podcast, the live event growth of esports is in play. Yeah, so Blast is one of the leading esports organizations and networks in the world. Uh, we do a lot in terms of the esports entertainment space and trying, trying to create next level entertainment experiences for esports fans and teams. Um, that includes many things from live esports events like the one we're bringing to DC in June. Uh, all the way through to creating our own streaming platforms and channels. That's James Woodward, head of commercial solutions at Blast, who is set to take off with their marquee esports event. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.